0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 HD2 Northport, W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Alabama first and ten on the
0: twelve.
2: Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over.
1: Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback knocking those players out of out of the way.
2: And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there, and I saw you in the weight room and watched you watched you work out in the weight room. But you, can up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room.
3: Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning. We're live, local, and ready to get things going on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Also, you can find us on the Martin Houston Radio Network, which you can check out Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal. You can also find us Alabama Tradition, X's and O's Sports, and we add uh, Alabama tradition and DC Capstone report into the mix. Also you can check us out on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35 It's a beautiful day and like I said, we get the opportunity to talk Alabama football. so we want to invite you to join us in that conversation via chat on the social media outlets and or, you can call us at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir?
4: Good morning. Doing well. How are you?
3: Doing doing well. I'm glad to have you uh, up and at them with us uh, this morning. Got a great show lined up for you. We'll... Uh, Pick up from where we left off uh, yesterday. Uh, we're, of course, you know, going over the scrimmage. We were finishing up the DB conversation, and uh, of course, linebackers, inside linebackers. We had ran some audio for the um, O line, which we'll, we'll we'll replay that for you before we set that conversation uh, into play, and and we may keep that. The, the, the scrimmage conversation into the second quarter when we bring D.C. on so we don't have to uh, kind of repeat ourselves. But that's a couple other topics, maybe fun topics, just to kind of get you guys' thoughts on this morning as uh, as we go throughout the morning. Uh, I thought it was interesting, um, you know, the, um, <clears throat> the, the more – Things change the more they stay the same. Uh, another former Alabama guy who uh, just, you know, I don't know what he's searching for, and he'll probably be a guy that guys gets to the to the league and and has an all you know pro type career because he has the skill set if he gets out of his own way. And of course, that is former Alabama. Outside, uh, <clears throat> pass rusher, uh, boygby, um, I mean, uh, 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 Anoma, Anoma, yeah, uh, in the portal again, um, Ayaba Anoma, edge rusher. You know, he had flashes of being, you know, the predecessor to Will Anderson, uh, you know, a few years back when you t- think about it. Uh, people thought that he would be one of the first great outside edge rushers that Nick Saban had. Um, unfortunate um, that the young man, I think he's on the, headed to his fourth school, at least maybe fifth school. I can't can't keep up. I know he Houston and UT and Alabama and this one, but I think he went somewhere else and never played. But that may have been the other one. So. <laughs> But uh, just 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 a sad situation when you think about him and, and what's happened there.
4: Yeah, when you when you hear about uh, uh, Eoboy Anoma, he he really was supposed to be that Will Anderson type player before Will Anderson. And just imagine if uh, he would have been a sophomore or a junior when Will arrived. So, you could have potentially had the two of those guys last year running running off the edge. And that's just what off of his potential when everything that we heard about him is a scary sight. Yeah. Tens on, he
3: probably would. They would have at least played together Will's freshman year. Because I think had he stayed here and did what he was supposed to, he he may have been a guy that, you know, uh, like a Will Anderson, in and out in three um, but uh, just just like I said, couldn't get out of his own way uh and still maybe struggling with that. Uh but could have hey, who knows? He could leave UT chat UT Martin uh and 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 head to a better place. Last year he had six sacks, nine and a half tackles for a loss. Not bad production, uh, but former five star. Uh he's listed as a grad transfer. Uh they're talking about uh a uh, Noma, uh, former five-star Alabama commit and player. Uh, but talking about something else getting scary though, uh, edge rusher, uh, Will Anderson saying that he has not reached the, his, his full potential. Um, would that, would that classify, uh, guys? Well, hold on. Let me, uh, Mason, did you have anything you wanted to say or add to that, uh, a normal conversation
4: no i mean i you know it's I, I hate the situation for him it's unfortunate i'm sure i i don't know the all the details you know but it sounds like it's kind of just situation where the kid can't get out of his own way and I, I hope the best for him you know i hope he can figure it out but you know obviously he's very talented we'll just we'll just kind of see what happens
3: yeah like i said he'll be he'll be one of those guys if he fools around and gets to an nfl camp <laughs> he'll, he may be a guy that you know you'll be like well uh I think it was the words of uh, Dennis Green, Danny, Danny Green, former uh, Minnesota coach, I think was his name. I know Green was the last one. Uh, Danny Green, Danny Green. Uh, he said, They are who we thought they were. He <laughs> was we talking about the Washington Redskins. Anoma would be that, that type of player that gets to the league, and that's probably what we'll say about him. But anyway, Will Anderson probably spoke the scariest words that any college. Football player that plays on the offensive side of the ball will hear uh, this season or this off season. I still haven't reached my fullest potential. Uh, some guy went to bed last night after reading that article and had nightmares, Xavier. <laughs> hey, you there?
4: Yeah, it was a lot of uh, former – there are a lot of quarterbacks on Alabama's schedule this year that had those nightmares if they hear that statement.
3: It seems like we're having some some challenges there with X uh, cutting in and out. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Uh, Mason, while we're uh, making sure X got a good uh, connection there, uh, yeah, that, that, that's probably the last thing an offensive tackle on the other side of the ball uh, or quarterback uh, want, wants to hear is that Will Anderson is not only does he think he hasn't reached his full potential, he's driven by the fact that he hasn't reached his, um, his full potential and uh, is not satisfied with uh, what he has accomplished on the football field, uh, his words where I have goals every year and those goals are going to be even bigger, better than the goals I set last year for myself. Uh, and yeah, it it, it, it hits me. It was crazy to think about, but I'm just focused on next season, getting ready to prepare for that, uh, season. So, Hearing Will Anderson make that type of statement and being that driven and focused, Saban has said it, it's always good when your best player is your best guy and your hardest worker.
4: Yeah, I mean, when you look at Will Anderson, just everything that he brings to the team from his leadership to his work ethic, it doesn't get much better than that. He's going to give you his all each and every day, and that makes everybody else. Has to play to that level because he's going to get get you know, on your butt if you don't, and you don't want to be the guy next to him <laughs> and who's not giving effort, especially when coaches go back and watch film because you're going to get called out because number thirty one is giving it all and you're loafing, as they like to say.
3: Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny actually <laughs> when uh, when I was playing. Sometimes we would have to get onto the walk ons. Um, and tell them, hey, chill out, guys. I mean, you know, we're in shorts, and 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 you're not going to make the, the starting lineup by, you know, running by me in shorts and all that. We call them short all-Americans, not height-wise, but shorts all-American. I mean, they had, we, when we were in shorts and not in pads, uh, or when you're going, you know, half-speed, three-quarter speed, they're going full-speed. But just imagine that's what you got with Will Anderson as a starter. So you you very well have to bring your A game uh, if you're going to uh, be able to stay out there on the field with that guy. And last but not least, just kind of a fun way to end this first segment, guys. I'm not trying to be funny, okay? But could one of you all tell me why Dollar Shave Club endorsed Bryce Young? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know Bryce had to shave. <laughs> no but, but seriously when I saw that I was like okay uh that, that, that I'm not sure which one which which way they're trying to get uh conversation because he actually uses them or because people will react the way I did. Actually, yeah uh, <clears throat> you and Mason both can come in on that you go first <laughs> yeah,
4: uh, yeah, Bryce got a little facial hair, but he's still mostly baby face. So uh, that, that's an interesting uh, com- combo that you have there. Uh, when when you definitely got some more guys on Alabama or across the country that have to worry about shaving a little bit more than Bryce does. But hey, it's a conversation starter.
3: Absolutely. Mason, I mean, did you have a similar response when, when you saw it?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I thought it was a little funny at first. Uh, you know, what can you say that everybody wants to work with the
3: best quarterback on the best team? Hey, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think I found the line. This is why, right here, I start by using their shave butter, which goes on transparently and is suitable. For sensitive skin. Okay. All right. All right. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole pitch right there. I, I definitely see Bryce with the uh, sensitive skin. Okay. All right. No, it's just kind of funny. I, like I said, we just having a little fun this morning. Uh, we'll get into the serious football talk here in a moment, but hey, listen, get your money and get paid, young man. Uh, it, it worked because we just spent, uh, we just gave, uh, dollar shade club a free commercial right here on the Martin Houston show you on top one hundred nine. So hey, it's working. And uh, uh I'm not sure that uh Bryce will have to refill his his blades very often. Uh and uh and hey that's that's not all bad. Hey, keep your sensitive skin, Bryce, as long as you can, man. Uh but uh that's uh Bryce Young Dollar Shave Club. Coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. We'll bring DC, DC Capstone Report into it. We'll get some of the audio from uh, Coach Nick Saban regarding the scrimmage, and we'd love to get your thoughts. So give us a call at 205- 342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business and waiting on your call. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan
1: Traffic Center, no wrecks and everything pretty quiet on the roadways on this Tuesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, then you need to go to Townsend Nissan, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty on both new and used vehicles. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny today. The chance of a few isolated storms this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 91. Tonight, low 68. Tomorrow, not as hot. A mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms. The high, 87. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
3: Scott Smith and Softmark design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas. They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email ScottIS at Comcast.net and visit them online at Southmark.com markdesign.com
0: Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama Sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: Um Kool-Aid did okay. Um Jerrion Arnold has done a really good job so far in camp. Uh, Eli Ricks is still trying to learn, you know, the defense. We can go out there and play with confidence. You know, Kyrie is out, so he didn't participate today uh, with a little bit of a groin injury uh, that hopefully won't keep him out long. And so, you know, some of the young players are... You know, coming along, we moved Antonio Kite to corner, which I think is a natural position for him, and he's done a pretty pretty good job there. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure that if you ask them, that I'll say there's things they can need to improve on. When I watch the film, I'm sure I'm going to be talking to them about what they need to improve on as well. But I think the big thing is, is keep people cut off, don't give up big plays. That's, that's got to be a critical piece for what we have to do, you know, at the corner position.
3: All right, that's Coach Nick Saban. Uh, we played that audio on yesterday, uh, dug a little bit into it, but uh, picked up a couple other things on that audio that uh, we did not discuss. And to help us break down that audio a little bit more, we have DC, DC Capstone Report joining the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Uh, good morning, DC. How you doing, sir?
5: Oh, doing great, Martin. How are you this morning? Morning, Nick. Good morning,
3: how are you? Doing well doing, well, doing well. Well, I, 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 first of all, um, we are going to get into that, but I, I you know, I, I guess I, I, I need to do you uh, a, a little, little justice on on the basketball. I know you've been high on this basketball team, and, of course, they just wrapped up you know, their trip overseas, international trip. I just wanted to give you a chance to give your thoughts and, and comments on that before we move into uh, the, the football conversation.
5: Well, I told everybody I thought this would be the year that they make the biggest jump. And it, it seems like in the summer competition, it seems like this team has made a big jump from last year to this year. And I'm excited about them. You know, I, I think and I don't. We, we knew about uh, some of the guys that were, that were the big name stars coming in and, and they performed like they thought they would. But I am so excited about Noah Clowney and just the job that he did, uh, just a workman's job throughout all the games. And, and I know uh, people don't didn't pay attention to it much because it wasn't on TV or anything. But that Chinese team that they played the last game and, and beat them, that team had professional basketball players on it. That was a that was a good team they beat. And, and we've seen other teams go over to, uh, in Europe and lose some games just because they're playing against professional basketball players that play in the Euro League. So uh, I was just very pleased with what Alabama did, and look forward to this season. I, I think this this has has a chance to be a very special team, barring any injuries.
3: Uh, and and I agree with that. Uh, of course, like you said, the, there's some that have done exactly what you wanted, and others have stepped up. But I, I for me, the biggest thing that, that I you know saw. Of course, we like you said, we didn't get to see the games, but looking at the box scores and and kind of watching from uh, what little highlights we saw, uh, they seemed to be able to protect the board. And when they were having an off night shooting. Um, they didn't. They didn't get blown out uh, because they were able to, you know, defend their own board and get some uh, defensive rebounds and some offensive rebounds. So that would be huge uh, step up for this team just in that and, one and, area.
5: And finishing at the rim goes along with that. Right. Like did the same. Those, that same presence inside is really what I'm excited about. Uh, absolutely. So.
3: Um, but uh, as everyone knows, uh, DC, uh, Bama had their first scrimmage on Saturday, and uh, the um, you know the usual suspects weren't all necessarily the usual suspects. And we talked about you know Eli Ricks is a special player. We talked about would it be him or Kyrie Jackson? Jackson out with a slight groin injury and rick's not the first guy up but a guy that you had picked and said hey this guy they're gonna have to find a way to get this guy on the field and uh he appears to be running third uh cornerback right now uh and that's Terrion arnold uh what else did you hear about him coming out of the scrimmage
5: yeah, everything I've heard about Terry Arnold has been exciting. I mean, uh, everybody that's talked to me about him has said that he has done everything that they need to do over the offseason to get himself in a shape to be consistent. And what Coach Saban's been looking for is consistent play in, in uh, by the the backs, and and he has really stepped up. If, if you don't, if you can remember, that's two times that Coach Saban's called his name out, uh, and, and when Coach Saban does that, it's because he's noticing him. And Coach Saban pays a a lot of tensions to the D-backs. And, and I think it's telling, you know, with Kyrie Jackson out with a growing pool and Eli Ricks is really not caught up with the defensive schemes. It's hard to play at full speed if you don't know what the plays and calls are. Uh, it's really been it's really been good for Terry Arnold to have a year under his belt and come in there and play. And I, and I, don't, I just don't see how they're going to keep him off the field. His physical presence uh, and really the, the way – Coach Saban described in the clip he played how to play that position, and those are the those are the check marks that he is technically marking off. Uh, you know, in spite of his uh, athletic play, it seems to be his technique. Just jumps off the page. Of what everybody's telling me.
3: Yeah, and speaking of that te- technique, X and DC I'd like to get your thoughts on, on this. When you look at <clears throat> what Saban said, he's looking for. I thought it was interesting. Um, he didn't. He he didn't say you know necessarily play the deep ball. He said we got to be able to cut guys off and uh, avoid giving up the big plays. And both of those kind of go to uh, to the same thing, in my opinion. But did did that? I didn't pick that up yesterday when we when we were listening, and I thought, is it possible? Because part of our conversation yesterday. D.C. was, um, if anything you want to see is you want to see Alabama be a little more aggressive in playing the ball. Uh, when you hear that, what's your first thoughts?
5: Well, my first thought is that is not really where we had been in, in years past, and I think that's something that T. Robertson brings into the into the picture. He has a gr- his aggressive style of play. Uh, he's an aggressive coach, and I think he's brought that in. I think Coach Saban really respects him. And as you know, Coach Saban t- picks and gleans from the best of the best, and and tweaks his uh, uh, technique sometimes. And I think that's something that's a little gonna be a little different for Alabama this year—a different look. But I think it plays right into the hand of the way Coach Saban wants you to play: aggressive in your face, cut the people off, stop them at the line of scrimmage, get your stab on them, and <clears throat> keep them from going downfield. And then not—and then and run with them and not be able to give up the big play. And I think that's something that uh, that T. uh Coach Tavarius Robinson, has brought to the brought to the field this
3: year. X, uh, your thoughts?
4: I, yeah, I agree with DC when you look at what uh, Coach Robinson brings to the table, and hopefully that that style that we want to see is the direction that we're headed in with him. And you know, Coach Saban is very hands on with the DBs. And as long as these guys, as we talked about yesterday, can learn the terminology, learn the technique, that with the combination of those two working with them, it's nothing but the the sky's the limit for them. And I think that we'll continue to see things change in the way that Alabama fans want to see. We're playing the ball in the air, cutting these guys off and staying on top of these routes and not letting the big plays happen.
3: Yeah, when when I hear that, uh, kind of my mind is okay, cutting guys off, which means a, a couple things. One is you're anticipating routes. Um, uh, number one, uh, which requires more film study, uh, without a doubt, because you you have to learn route combos or route trees, uh, and 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 so in order to cut somebody's route off, that means you have to anticipate where they're going uh and and you have to be careful that you don't get beat by a double move which then results in what a big play so so that's number one number one is you cut guys off guys uh but if it's a double move and you cut them off too quick um then then you have to you know be ready to do one or two things redirect uh Flip your hips and, and 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 pursue the guy, and or think about in basketball, guys. If if, if you if you jump a passing lane, uh, and the and the guy redirects and you're running some version of zone, right? What what has to happen? The 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 next guy in the rotation of the defense in basketball has to be ready to do what? Jump that next zone, and so. Uh, you just wonder is that partially what Rick's having a hard time doing? One or two things, either he's jumping the routes too early because he's even more aggressive, and or he's also when he's the second guy out, he, he the next guy that, that you pass it off to, whether you know, off a pick play, screen play or 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 helping in that next zone, is he being too aggressive? Uh you just wonder if that's what he's struggling with.
5: Well, one of the things I've heard and I don't know how true this is but I'll just go ahead and throw it out there because it, it sounds it, it, it sounds reasonable is that Eli Ricks is great with the athletic ability he has all the skills that they possibly want but in this scheme he has a hard time of playing within the scheme uh, and what I mean by that I think he's used to it in high school and even at LSU playing a I would call a freelance type shadow type coverage. And in this game, it's essential that you play what everybody else is playing because everyone else around you depends on it when they when they stack this coverages up. And, and I, I think that's where he's having a hard time, uh, you know, catching on. And and that causes some big plays, and that causes some breakdowns.
3: Yeah, right. Especially, like I said, if you're, uh, if you're the guy that you know, think about it. if you're the guy that's supposed to jump the guy. Boom. That that part he may have right. right. Because he's kind of aggressive, but that also makes you wonder: Are they reading the quarterbacks more? You know, because in zone, uh, especially in zone, that's where your eyes go. And and uh, you know, is he anticipating correctly? Is he studying enough film? Uh, because I think at LSU he played mostly man. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, I think that was his specialty, X uh, And so. Here he come in, you're trying to put some of that zone in where you where you anticipate people crossing your routes. One of the things – I tell you what, we, we, we'll, we'll, let's finish that conversation because I don't want to go too long on the break. We're going to come back, finish up the zone conversation because I think that may be something that we see a little bit more of um, and not just because of DBs, okay, What influence may we see in this Alabama football team that uh, on this Alabama defense that may require uh, a little bit more zone than what we've seen and we have to be ready uh, to jump those routes? We're going to talk about why and what influence may be causing this to be a challenge for Mr. Rick's. That conversation and more coming up right here on the Martin Houston Show. We got D.C., D.C. Capstone Report, and, of course, It's Martin and Xavier right here on Tide 100.9. This
0: is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update.
1: I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three former Alabama football players have made the NFL's top 100 list, which ranks the top players in the league in 2022. Jonathan Allen made the list at number 88. Mac Jones made the list at number 85. And Jalen Waddell made the list at number 63. Alabama football ranked number one in the AP preseason poll. Alabama quarterback and current Heisman winner Bryce Young has inked a new NIL deal with Dollar Shave Club
0: this has been a town square media tide 100.9 sports update for more info on these stories and more download the tide 100.9 app tide 100.9
1: traffic from the Townsend-Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks and everything pretty quiet on the roadways on this Tuesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, then you need to go to Townsend-Nissan, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty on both new and used vehicles.
3: I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org that's the empowerment center for leadership and mentoring
0: it's time for the martin houston show
3: with the same
0: hard-hitting no-nonsense approach in which he played the game martin will take you inside the locker room down on the field and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis
3: back into to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. We have DC, DC Capstone Report, and he is on the Alabama 1 hotline. If you want to get in on the conversation, 205-342-9904. Speaking of Alabama 1, go check them out. More <clears throat> cash for your car and more a truck for your buck. That's the current promotion right now that Alabama 1 is running. So I want to encourage you. To go out there and uh, get that uh, truck that you're looking to get, if you're looking for low interest rates, uh, but want to get it paid off early, we have rates as low as 1.99. If you're trying to get that payment as low as possible because you got kids in daycare, you got kids going to college, uh, or you want to buy that kid that 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 <laughs> their 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 16 year old car, hey, we can help you with that as well. Uh, 84 months on a used car, 96 months on a, a new car, so 84 for used, 96 for new, and all you have to do is stop by one of our branch locations, uh, 18 to serve you around the state of Alabama, as well as stop by uh, alabama1.org and apply online, so either way, we're here to serve you, Alabama 1-1 together, and while you're there, make sure you let them quote your insurance on that auto as well. All right, guys. As we were going to break, there we were talking about um, Saban in his audio clip made the statement that Rix is struggling, you know, or he said he's still working to learn the defense. Okay, uh, and you think coming out of spring. Uh, came here early spring, and then you have other guys who just got here who have learned the defense. So it's probably not as much terminology as it is, you know, uh, knowing what to do when certain things are called and, and, and working in combo. And with that thought process in mind, Saban said, We have to cut guys – we have to jump routes or cut guys off, is what he said, as well as not give up big plays. Now, someone was added to the coaching staff – I'm sorry, to the staff. And he's known as a very aggressive defense coordinator. Could we be seeing – some of this jumping, cutting off routes and not giving up big plays be directly associated with the Grantham effect, uh, D.C. and Axe. D.C., you up first?
5: Well, I mean, we could. That's probably very possible. And I also think it works hand-in-hand. It's a byproduct of uh, what Pete Golden talked about as a defensive idea. It was to put pressure. You have rushers, get them on the field, whether they're outside, inside, whoever, linemen. Get the best rushers on the field and rush the quarterback so i think the situation is being able to know when to call the scheme for the rush to be able to cut off the the wide receiver to a point where they, the quarterback can't make that play and that's jumping routes and, and stopping them and i think that's a lot of emphasis at the whole the whole concept coach saban's defensive schemes work when you layer them on top of each other with the with the d lineman doing their job linebacker doing their job in the corners and the safeties now you heard uh We've heard from Jordan Battle and we've heard from Demarco Hellums and both mm-hmm. of them talking about, hey, we're 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 so comfortable with each other, we know the call before we ever make the call, we know what the other one's going to do, we, we have confidence in that part of the field being played the way it's supposed to be played. I don't think that same confidence exists in the in the in the in the, con, in the cornerbacks simply because they're young. And we're talking about, uh, you know, the only one that has experience is Kyrie Jackson, probably from and Kool Aid. So and they didn't play. All the time, so I, I think you, I think that that's the one of the issues. But Grantham is definitely a uh, 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 you know his his style of play probably plays into this cut off jump the routes type defense. Right. Yeah. When when
4: when you have that concern of the inexperience at, a, at corner, it makes it a little harder to to have a guy like Eli Ricks out there. Because you don't have necessarily the confidence in the group as a whole. Now, I will say, because you have a Brian Branch, a Malachi Moore, a Helms, and a Battle out there that have experience that could play into his benefit that they're able to cover some of his flaws and mistakes. But I think Coach Saban wants to see what, wants to see him grow and mature. Because I I still think Eli Ricks, as far as talent wise, is the best cornerback on this team. It's just about getting him comfortable enough in the system. And with, with the aggressiveness that Alabama most likely wants to play with this year, you can't be too aggressive. There's that fine line that you have to touch. And so I think that's, that's the deal with Eli more than anything.
3: Yeah, and, and now I'm going to throw on my nerd hat for you guys. Uh, blitzing. When you blitz, you're blitzing for a reason. And that's to bring pressure quick and often, which means what? That the quarterback is going to get rid of the ball quickly if your blitzing is effective. So, ironically, uh, Rick's uh, may be struggling with with not necessarily being too aggressive. He could be struggling with not being aggressive enough. Because um, if I blitz and you don't, you're not aggressive and ready to cut that receiver off, on the blitz plays, they're going to run qu- – think about this. If it's blitz, a blitz package or you see a blitz, why receivers are taught to what? Adjust their routes. And so when they adjust their routes, then the receiver – I mean, the DB has to read, okay, here are – when I've watched film, I have to read, okay, if I blitz and that guy is the outside receiver – his adjustment is to run a, you know, uh, a five-yard curl. His, uh, his adjustment is to run um, a, a bubble screen. His uh, route adjustment is to run a slant if I'm on the uh, outside. His uh, uh, adjustment is to run a fade if I'm uh, on the inside. So, so the fact that I'm blitzing and maybe the Grantham – that's why I said is it the Grantham effect which would make us more aggressive – if that's the case, then it may be Ricks is not reading it fast enough, and that one second between a thought on a slant route is you jump the route. On a fade route, you make sure you don't jump the route and let the guy get by you on a fade. So that could be one and the same uh, based off of just uh, the blitz package itself. Uh and, and I agree with you, X. Uh, and I don't think anybody on here, uh, let me ask it this way. And, and Mason, you can even respond to this one. Does anybody on here think that Ricks will not be the starter at corner
5: in 2022? Uh, I don't, I, 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 I mean, this is David uh, DC speaking here, but I mean, I'm thinking that just for myself, what I'm hearing, it's it, it, uh, it just like Kool Aid and and Riggs are the are the are the two that, that that that's running with the starters. And I think Terry Arnold has a chance to, to break that lineup, but that, that's uh, I don't see why he's got all the athletic ability. He's got everything. Uh, well, I think Coach Saban is saying Martin exactly what you just said. He, he just doesn't know the schemes enough to play full speed. It's not that he doesn't know how to play. It's just that he right. doesn't feel conf- He doesn't have the confidence to go full speed. That's what Coach Saban said in his in, in the clip you read. He still got to learn where. The, in other words, he, he, he's his reaction time can't you can't just let go and and do it because he's thinking so much about the schemes. You don't have him down, Pat. He doesn't have have him like DeMarco Hellums and, and Jordan Battle is where the second thoughts down. And it just goes to show you why Terry Arnold's name is being called he took a whole year to learn the scheme and now he's put it into practice this year. Now he's playing full speed because he knows the scheme. That's the difference. Yep. Agreed. Yeah.
4: Uh it just it's gonna take some more time. I mean, there's no reason why he can't start for this team, and if he does, that just shows you how- to me, if Ricksons have been the starter, it shows how much he grows throughout the course of the the fall camp and as the season gets started. and it might be a situation where if one of these other guys, a Jackson or a, a Kool-Aid struggle, he gets his opportunity and doesn't relinquish the job from there.
3: Yeah, I'm going to make a bold prediction. He'll be starting by the time we play Texas. (laughs) So uh, maybe before. I I just think he just needs some more live rep, live action, live ammunition. And like I said, uh, I think it's as much, um, you know, he's he's been so used to playing a man uh, and and just following that man wherever he goes. And like I said, if we're going to be aggressive and getting pass rushes out there and – getting i mean you're gonna have to to me you're gonna do more stunts and loops and blitzes and 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 all of that because you know people are going to try to scheme to stop will anderson and you cannot just let them know where he's at and know that he's just going to rush off the edge uh and i think with that you have to make sure that the people behind him the dbs and the linebackers and the safeties and all of those guys are ready to 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 uh be a, uh, as David said, uh, 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 as we said earlier, be a part of the layering of the defense. So I think Rich will be fine. Coming back on the other side, we'll get uh, that audio from Nick Saban when he talked about the O-line because I think most of us would say that this was the biggest question of the season. If this O-line is solid, Alabama's on their way to number 19. Is what my opinion is. We'll get yours on the other side. Tide
1: 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks and everything pretty quiet on the roadways on this Tuesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, then you need to go to Townsend Nissan, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty on both new and used vehicles. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa
1: Thread. Good Tuesday morning. Lyme disease caused by ticks has become a rising problem in Alabama and across the South, especially with children because they're spending more time outdoors now. Dr. Daniel Sullivan told news ABC 3340 more people are outdoors now that COVID-19 restrictions have waned. He also advises checking your children and yourself when you come in from extended outdoor time. Click TuscaloosaThread.com
3: for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hurtley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles
0: sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: Well, it really is hard to evaluate, but uh, I thought the first offensive line was improved. I thought that second offensive line struggled, struggled in protection, struggled to run the ball. But I I was encouraged by the running backs and some of the plays that they were able to make, some of the runs that they were able to run. So I would say all in all, I I thought the first line made some improvement. I thought the second line struggled a little bit at times. But I think every unit uh, had its ups and downs, and I think that's what I'm talking about. When I talk about maintaining consistency.
3: All right, that's Coach Nick Saban talking about the O line, first line improved, second line struggling, pass run, running backs doing some nice things, uh, inconsistency, which could lead to conditioning. Uh, I mean, it could be part conditioning. Uh, a lot of times when there's inconsistent play. Um, that that can be the culprit, not skill set. But, hey, we're speaking with DC, DC Capstone Report. DC, uh, tell us real quick what you got out there and what you got um, on on your podcast before we get back into that conversation.
5: Yeah, you can find us at DCCapstoneReport.com, DC Capstone Report Facebook page. And we got the podcast is up and we did review the scrimmage, what we're talking about today. And we have a section on there on the offensive line and, and what it looked like out of the scrimmage. So go out and like the podcast, like the Facebook page, uh, retweet it, share it. You can follow me on Twitter at DavidCott50.
3: All right, at DavidCott50 uh, is where you can find him. All right, DCX, let's talk about this O-line. Um, should we read much into first line did well, second line struggled um, in uh, – you know, we, we talked a lot about Rick's not being out there. Uh, this O line, um, I have not seen the entirety of the clip, but there was—I mean, of the the, the five—but I think I know pretty good who they were. Uh, and it was some some movement in that first unit more than any other position. There were some guys moved in and out, um, but uh, I have I have my biggest concern. I think Curtis shares it as well. Um, but, um, you know, D.C., what are your thoughts in terms of this this O-line and savings comments?
5: Well, I'm I'm excited about him saying they were improved because I'm always looking for improvement. I think the improvement comes from Coach Wolford. Uh, I think Eric Wolford's been a, a good addition to the staff. I think the offensive linemen have really, and we talk about that on the podcast, they've really bought into his uh, way of doing things. Uh, he relates to the players very well. <clears throat> I think Darren Dallincourt appears to have uh, really taken over the center position. You know, Seth McLaughlin's on the second team with running right second at this point. They're in It looks like J.C. Latham has nailed down one of the uh, tackle positions, and Anthony Steen has got the other on the first team. You know, Anthony Steen did really well, held, held up really well when you're going against some of our edge rushers uh, every day. He did really good in the scrimmage, so I think that's been a positive thing, one of the positive things. Then you got Emil Akior at the other guard position, uh, and it seems to be locked down that position. Uh, So I think the other is the left guard position that that we were a little surprised that uh, we have now, uh, you know, the one that's played across the line, can play pretty much anywhere on the line. That's Kendall Randolph, the one that's been in the system a long time. Uh, It looks like he's getting his uh, chance to run with the ones and and play. Uh, I think that's what he wanted to do, what Coach Saban had already mentioned. He was going to give him every opportunity to win a position on the line. So that was your first team uh, line, the team that struggled. Uh, There was some moved in and out of that uh, on the second team offensive line. That was probably one of the reasons they struggled a little bit. They hadn't worked together the full five. But uh, I do know that, uh, you know, it looks like that Darren Delacorte has taken over the the center position and and whatever that I've heard from probably going to win that job.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I I thought the interesting thing was having Randall in at left guard and Cohen not being with that starting line now. Of course, we know he took some time away this summer um, to deal with some mental health issues. And I'm extremely proud of the young man for that. I just thought that was interesting. I felt like he had a really good year last year. So to see him not running with the ones was a little surprising to me.
3: Yeah, and you you meant Randolph at at left guard. Kendall Randolph, uh, I think maybe a six-year guy. Uh, Kendall is a guy who's paid his dues. And we know that Saban loves these guys that are loyal and faithful to this program and do a good job. And he's done that. He's done everything he needs. But um, I do think that um, Cohen is probably being slowly worked back into things. I'll be shocked because I think Cohen was – to me, Cohen, I love Cohen now. Cohen could have had the benefit, guys, of playing next to Evan Neal. OK, but I'll be shocked if um, neil I mean, uh, Cohen isn't back out there. That's a pretty stout five, DC, if we got, you know, uh, any of those guys that we just listed. But a Cohen who was a, uh, you know, a, a potential all SEC candidate coming back. Steam, you know, going on his fourth year starting. JC Latham, the best in the business coming out of high school. And uh, Emilikior, um, you know how good he was, and then if Dalcourt has worked his butt off and is playing higher than McLaughlin in the season playing, y'all love that first five. I give you closing thoughts, DC.
5: Well, I just think the overall uh, scrimmage uh, consistency was the word that Coach Tate was looking for. So I, I think if we just look through this week of this week of practice and, and get a little more sustained and, and a little more consistent. I think he'll be happy.
3: All right, closing thoughts, X and tell them where they can find you, sir, off
5: there. Uh,
4: you can find me at X and Sports across all social media platforms. And if this team continues to improve and fix the little bugs that Coach Davis said need to be fixed in this scrimmage, once again this twenty twenty two team could be real dangerous.
3: Yeah, and I think if you got uh this offensive line playing at the highest level possible Uh, This is one scary team. We'll continue to break it down. Alabama sits atop the coaches poll and the AP poll. We didn't talk about it today, but we'll add that to the conversation on tomorrow. As we have a wild card Wednesday, it'll be up to you to bring the content. We'll be here waiting on you right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on top 100.9. That's DC, DC Capstone Report, Report.com. You can follow it at Cot 50 and X with X's and those sports. All of that and more right here on your home for Alabama sports. This is the Martin Houston Show. And remember this, trust in the Lord always, ain't not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And I want to shout out to you one more time. Hey, check us out Thursday at Awakening. Uh, awakening at 630 uh, in Northport. We'd love to have you come out and worship with us at this community wide service, 630 at the link.